He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings. Uh, the right app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray oh gracious Father in heaven we thank you again for a new week this past week this new week upon us Lord we thank you for being the God that you are delivering us, bringing us through, helping us to make it through, Lord, whatever we are facing, whatever tall task that seems to be in the way, we know you're bigger than that. God, we look at you, the problem solver, not our problems. God, we thank you for what you're doing. We know you're going to work it out for our good and still work it out for our good in your glory. Bless us now, Lord, all those under the sound of my voice. Bless the families, Lord, the people in the air to hear. It's something to be said to be a blessing, Lord. Break chokes, get divine release in the name of Jesus. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am, Lord. Give me grace and strength from on high. Out of the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again with another week uh, upon us. A few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast here on this Sunday morning, uh, April the uh, 30th now. Time is moving um, onward and forward. Last Sunday, I gave you the text, um, as this will be the last uh, sermon for this series of Faithful in the Resurrection, celebrating the resurrection all April, and um, this will be the last uh, of that. Next week, I believe, will be uh, faithful in worship, uh, for me, faithful in worship. Uh, next Sunday, Psalms 29, 1 through 2, uh, tentatively now, where we'll be setting up our tent for next Sunday. But last Sunday, I gave you the text of John three sixteen. Actually, we expanded that, of course, reading the text and verbiage of Jesus to Nicodemus. Uh, we'll include 14, so 14 through 16, actually. John chapter 3, uh, 14 through 16. I'll be reading the CSB translations. We always like to have you to follow along, whatever translation you have. John writes this, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone, who believes in him may have eternal life. For God 
so loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. I do want to tag this briefly uh, this morning, a few minutes with Pastor Mac. I am a divine design. I am a divine design. There is a guy who collects junk. He is a junkyard specialist. He goes to junkyards to find stuff that other folk have thrown away, discarded and considered no good or worthless. The junkyard specialist brings it back uh, to his garage and turns the junk into contemporary art pieces which he then sells for upwards of $5,000 a piece. He goes and finds junk that is worthless in everybody else's eyes and then turns it into a masterpiece. When the junk specialist looks at the junk, he sees more than meets the eye. He sees a masterpiece in the making. He takes things that are worthless and makes them into something beautiful. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, you may have been worthless before you met Jesus. But once you meet him, even if you were in the junkyard, he's able to go into a valuable masterpiece. Because of his grace, you are now a divine design. This does not mean that every day will be sunny. This does not mean that you will have always have what you want. This does not mean that everybody is going to like you. But what it does mean is that God has taken what was dead and brought you into the marvelous life. God has smiled on you and brought joy into your life through the personality, personhood of the one Jesus Christ. He died for us and took us out of the image of Father Adam and changed us into the image of Jesus Christ. Remember that Adam was made in the image of God, Genesis 1, 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Genesis 2, 7. Then the Lord had formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. But when Adam sinned, everybody, everybody else was created in Adam's image, the image of sin. But in order to correct this, God put a plan into motion by which he could have us become the image of Christ. In 1 Corinthians 11, 1, Paul said, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Peter said in 1 Peter 1, 16, because it is written, be holy for I am holy. In the chapter of the text, we find Brother Nicodemus in his question about how to become the divine design that God has provided for us. And Jesus told him, you must be born again. How do we achieve this divine design? How do we get to a new us? How do we be born again? I'm glad you asked. Look first, we'll look and see. Verse 14, Jesus came to save us by healing us. Just as Moses lifted up the snake. Listen, in Numbers, Jesus was given a, 
A Bible study, Numbers 21, 8, 9. Then the Lord said to Moses, make a snake image and mount it on a pole. When anyone who is bitten looks at it, he will recover. So Moses made a bronze snake and mounted it on a pole. Whenever someone was bitten and he looked at the bronze snake, he recovered. In the book of John, lifted up is found three times. And Jesus was lifted up on the cross, raised from the dead and ascended to glory. Ever notice that everything and everywhere Jesus was going was an upward experience? There's always a lifting up of something when Jesus is around. Can I suggest this to some people under the sound of my voice? Start lifting up Jesus. Start lifting up his name. And some things that we thought were important will cease to hold the distinction of being priority number one in our life when we lift up Jesus. This lifting up is required in the healing process of a believer. You can't be sick. All the time, you got to look up sometime, look up and live. Spiritually, we're looking down, we're spiritually sick. And in order to get, say, well, we have to look up and live. Look up and stop worrying. Look up and praise him. Somebody ought to be praising him right now in the sound of my voice. You let life drag you down. You let life get on your shoulders and wear you down. But look up. Jesus came to save us. By healing us. And the healing takes place in the lifting. <laughs> Jesus heals in the lifting. Tell somebody, look up. Quit looking so despaired. Quit looking so disparaged. Quit looking so disgusted and busted and depressed and in a mess. Look up and live. Jesus said, I am to be lifted up. <laughs> uh, that's where the power is in looking up. Looking up, you're able to see some stuff. Look up and watch you be healed from whatever it is that offends. The sin is like the poisonous venom from the snake, and it's bitten all of us. But if we look up, we'll be healed from uh, the sin. <laughs> yeah, look up and live. Jesus came to save us by healing. And then secondly, Jesus came to save us if we believe, verse 15, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. How can I be born again? This is the question. Nicodemus posed Jesus only by believing in Jesus. Confess with thy mouth, believe in thy heart that Christ has saved you, and that Christ is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Confession with the mouth. Jesus was wrong. Nicodemus had tried to guess. How can I enter my mother's womb again? How can I do that? I'm too old to be doing that. And Jesus discussed Nicodemus was wrong in his theological thinking of being born again. No, you can't enter into the womb. But what I do have is the I have the spirit. <laughs> the spirit of God to baptize you in that, that you may be saved and believe a lot of us have some messed up thinking about how to be in salvation with Christ how to believe how to be born again and we have allowed the church to be inundated with a lot of theological heresy a lot of uh, her 
heretical, uh, ill thinking and activity have engrossed the church and we have allowed it thusly to just keep on going. But we got to make our mind up that we're going to stick with the word of God. We're going to believe and say and do as it says to do. Thou shalt confess, not go sprinkle water in the air and do an incantation and walk around seven times. No, 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 no. Thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that he was raised from the dead. <laughs> yeah, he had to die. Thou shalt be saved. He, he had to go to Calvary. He, he had to be on the cross. He had to endure the persecution and the awful atrocities committed to him by those who didn't know him. No, you can't enter your mama's womb. You can believe, can confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. That's how you be saved. Just believe. Tell, tell somebody, just believe, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal. Just believe. Quit making this like a trick question. Just believe. Quit wondering, should I, uh, do I need to get some stuff right? No, just believe. And thou shalt receive eternal life. Oh, my brothers and sisters, that's a wonderful thing to know that by grace we are saved, brought to the fullness of Jesus Christ because we can achieve the divine design that he has laid out for us. We can too be in the image of Christ because of all he's done. And then lastly, not only, not only Jesus came to save us by healing us. Jesus came to save us if we believe. But Jesus came to pardon us with the good news right here in 16. For God so loved the world in this way that he gave his one and only son, so that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And I don't know about you, but that's good news that whosoever believes in him without exception may have the benefits of a divine design. That he came to pardon us, uh, that we might not die by the sentence of the law, because it was required that somebody had to die, because our sin separated us from the Lord, and there was a debt that had to be paid, but Jesus took our place and paid it all. He paid the price of our sins. And that is the good news of the gospel, that I am a divine design because of the work of the cross, that whosoever believes in Jesus shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And here is God's design 
in sending his son to the world. It was that the world through him might be saved. And I thank God that I am a divine designer. And we got to tell everybody about John 316 to those around us to shine God's light everywhere we go. The songwriter said, everywhere I go and everywhere I be, I am a divine designer telling a dying world that the Savior lives. We've been washed by the blood of Jesus. We've been set free by the blood of Jesus. We've been made whole by the blood of Jesus. And you can ask, how do you know that the blood works? And the writer said, what can wash? Hey, away my sins, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And where can you find this blood? And another writer wrote, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunge beneath that flood. Lose all thy guilt and shame. And how do you know it was the blood? Another writer said, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. I know it was the blood that saved me. Is there anybody under the sound of my voice can shout about his goodness and his mercy? Is there anybody in here? out there who can testify that God did it for me. Can I tell you one more thing? Because we are divine design. Be not dismayed. Whatever betides. Because God will take care of you beneath his wings of love divine god will take care of you can i offer one more thing weeping may endure for a night but oh joy 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 cometh in the morning. Somebody say yes. I thank God he made a way. Say yes. I thank God he brought us out. Say yes. Yes. I thank God he keeps on blessing me over and over and over and over. Again, if he made a way, you ought to give him some praise. Keep on lifting. Keep on shouting. Keep on praising him. Cause we are divine design. We've been washed in his blood. Yes, we are. And I thank God. 
I'm not what I used to be, yeah. but thank God I'm on my way yeah, to be what God wants me to be. Yeah. You came to the right place uh, to be delivered. Uh, come on, lift up his name. Praise his name for all he's done. Give him glory. Give him praise for all he's done. You owe that to him for all he's done. He made a way for all he's done. Say yes. Oh, yes. David said, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love and kindness is everlasting. Thank God he didn't come down from the cross, but he stayed there to help us be a divine designer. Yes, he did, and I will declare and I'm going to praise him every chance I get, even in the midst of a storm, even in the midst of rain. Now. If I'm you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you'd like to get to know him better, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear.